you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, available as always on Stitcher, iTunes, and NFL.com/slash/sheck. I had a little trouble spitting that out there. I've only said it 350-ish sometimes, I guess. No reason to hold myself to such a high standard. Hey, uh, March Madness is underway if you haven't heard about it. I'll be honest with you. I love to talk about any and all sports, even though we are hosted on NFL.com. I still like to veer into the other ones. You know, there's a whole world out there. I like to talk about the greatest game of all, the game called life. I'm not going to jive you, though. This is the least I've ever known about college hoops. I filled out my bracket on Wednesday night, and really, I mean, it's it, it's embarrassing that I work in sports, and I uh, Oklahoma's a three seed? I had no idea. What a revelation. I couldn't tell you anybody. I guess this is the way most people go through lives, not terribly well-informed about uh, about sports, and now I, now I know what it feels like, and it doesn't feel very good. I know one guy who doesn't care about the March Madness tournament. He's seated to my immediate left. Let's talk about that. And more importantly, pro football. He's our Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you. Are you? Do you I care am, yeah. at all about this? This I, is a yeah, national was, holiday in America. I realize that, but I, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm glad we're not going to talk about it. The word hoops feels very foreign in my mouth, so I'm going to call it basketball. <laughs> so, but I, it but, does. Um, right. I can't. I just, hoops. I don't, hoops. College hoops. 
Um, but uh, you haven't got the horses here to to talk anything about the unless you want to talk to yourself, which I realise you probably do. Well, you know, we can we can go in different directions if we, you know, if we had a proper producer. This is what the producer does, right? Is he connects the dots with what's happening in the world at large and connects it back to our to world us. of pro football? So I'm just going to turn it over to the man behind the glass, Black Tie. I'm sure he has something cooked up in this regard. Lay it on us, man. What's going on? Yes, I actually could not talk March Madness with you because I didn't even fill out a bracket this year. That's how out of touch I am. Me too. However. Just being in touch with the I world. I used to love it, though. I mean, Selection Sunday. I said this about free agency a couple weeks ago. I feel like, at least in 2015, it has trumped the Selection Sunday show where they tell you how everybody has seeded out in the the tournament this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about college uh, basketball. Hoops. Hoops. Let's call it hoops. Hoops. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not up to speed on exactly what's going on with it, but um, – yeah, I feel like, uh, uh, yeah, my, my spirit for it isn't that great, and yet it was some of the great days are spent skipping out on work so you can go to a bar and watch, uh, watch the right. tournament. Right, and that, does, that bit does sound cool. Let's do it but, now, even if you don't care. By the way, the, what, you had a conversation with uh, Ross Tucker, who has the Ross Tucker football program at Ross Tucker NFL, I believe, um, and uh, it was a great conversation, but you mentioned in there that um, the draft is the number one non-sports day, and yes. now, in your opinion, free agency second. I'm gonna take issue. I think free agency is number one. I'll tell you why. No, not forever. Just yeah. because of the splash of but, two weeks ago. No, no, no. I mean, I have always thought that way because I think more people are informed about their about the current players in the NFL than they are about the draft prospects. No matter how mm-hmm. much the likes of the great Daniel Jeremiah or other people try to educate you about it before, at least you have a you have a pretty well-formed opinion if you're an NFL fan of, you know, all the guys who are in free agency. And so you can get much more excited about your team signing whoever. I think probably maybe not for you because you're a Steelers fan and they just don't really participate in that part of the season. Not even this year. No, no, Angelo Williams. Ever. That's it. They're just not interested in playing that game. But I think free agency, people are able to dive into more because uh, they already know. I know who Andamakong Sue is and I know what he can do for my team. You know, that's a... It's funny you say that because it used to be I would sit and watch and I would uh, growing up I would watch USFL football I would take I would watch anything mm-hmm. I loved watching football I've even period. been to an arena football game Oh I have been well. to one Yeah I yeah. fell asleep and I'm not kidding in a crowd <laughs> let's say there were 8000 people there I fell asleep during the game The only game well that's that's sad I you know and then on the other side of things so you're an Englishman sitting at in an American arena watching pro football, I went to see major indoor soccer league, right. the Pittsburgh Spirit. The Mills. Yes. We had uh, we had Paul Child, who was quite good, and we also had Stan Terlecki. I've never heard of either of them. And the ball would fly up. It was a fluorescent soccer ball. Right. It was terrible. Um, but was it? But you had a good time? No, it was no, boring. boring. I, I couldn't have I cared assume, less I about it. I assume so. Yeah, it wasn't. It's Spirit. What kind of name is that for a football team? Lame. Um, So, all right. Oh, I I should mention on NFL.com right now, as promised on our first podcast. You asked a question of how. I know, but I want to let me just say uh, up on uh, NFL.com right now, we're in the middle of March here. And I decided this is a good time to recklessly speculate about exactly how the 2015 NFL season's going to go down. It's there for your perusal now. Some of the stuff in there includes. I'll just let you know that I, the Denver Broncos aren't going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about the other day, 
the virtue for the Saints of trading Drew Brees, or at least those two first-round picks, and trying to get Marcus Mario to see if they can pull something off with the Jets. Anyway, so you can look for all that. Uh, it's it's all up there. There are a bunch of other wild, uh, swinging, flailing predictions there for was you. It, that I'm did sure. it, was it okay you being taken out of your comfort zone? Normally you're very methodical. You like to put yeah. a lot of investigative journalists I like to get. Yeah, work, I like to double but, source everything. Right. But I said, oh, this, today, today I'm like, going to let my hair down. Okay, cool. I yeah. can't wait to see how it turned out. Um, we also have started up a new tournament. Well, that's the. is that what you're going to jump into here, Black Tie? That was, yeah. So this is how we're connecting to the rest of the world. All right, we laying on us. DDFP Bracketology. And uh, you can go ahead. You can tell the people what it is. Well, as mentioned at the end of uh, the podcast the other day, we, everybody's doing their brackets now, including the NFL. NFL.com right now has the greatest game of all time bracket going on right now. How is that shaking out so far? It's there, doing Hanson? great. It's exciting. We're round one, the you know the the first week of the tourney. We should the, really look the, at these games. Let me take a look at them. Gonna plan, look, but, don't do it now because we're going to plan a special podcast coming up pretty soon where we're just going to focus. We need that. Elliot Harrison in the room really to Oh, yes. To yeah. Elliot Harrison, who joined us the other day, and I kibitzed after the show. We agreed. Let's do a thing because we're here in Studio 66. Maximum strength. We have the ability with the flat screen here behind us to take a look at any and Some all of those games. stuff. So we'll just sit here. We'll look at the games. You're welcome to join Can us, I? Handsome. Please. Thank you very much. Yeah, it'd be That's, terrific. It'd be an honor. What we have, though, so the it's the greatest game of all time. Like you say, it's the first round. 32. It's going to close tomorrow. So today's Thursday. If you're listening and it's not Thursday, then it was yesterday. But it's going to close on Friday. All right. The first and, round. And you have Super Bowl thirteen in there. Is that gonna advance over? That is right now. In fact, you know what? I have the current votes vote totals in front of me. Super Bowl thirteen is doing pretty well. Um, I'm looking through the uh, the different games here. You have four cat uh, four regions, dynasty makers. These are all the you know, the Cowboys win. I mean, the Niners win in 1981 in the title game over the Cowboys. Kicked that off, really launched that dynasty. dynasty. Right. Um, and uh, and then you have individual heroics. The 2009 NFC wild card game? Why was that one? Is that it... was, remember, Marshawn Lynch's um, big run? Oh, that's that, that's that game there. That's right. You have John Elway, The Drive, mm-hmm. 1986 AFC title game. You have crazy ending games, and then you have great from the get-go. That was really just like we <laughs> ran out of categories. I'm going to be honest with you. We ran out of categories and just put that as a fourth category. This list looks fascinating, and I am going to go through it more thoroughly, and we'll do so with Elliot Harrison, but... I don't mind telling you. I see a lot of the Dallas Cowboys stars showing up on there. I have a feeling Elliot Harrison has something to do with it. They've been in a few good games. But Black Tie has a list, has his own bracket here. Black Tie. The greatest movie, if you've joined us in the past here, you know that Black Tie considers himself a cinephile, which is ironic since he has seen seven movies total in his entire (laughs) lifetime. And so we have a list. The greatest movie Black Tie has never seen. It's not a list. It's a tournament. I mean, it's a tournament, and uh, the Czech Republic was good enough to throw out some movie titles for us, and we've fleshed out how many teams are, or how many? We have 16 teams 16. in different regions, which we, we could name. We could name, like, the Tom Cruise re- region, you know. You yeah, Black that. Tie, that's one of his rules. He doesn't see doesn't Tom Cruise sports movies. Sports movies region, so we could do, like, a Hoosiers region. There isn't a sports he, movie. He doesn't like space movies. No, that's not true. Depends. 
Is there a sports movie in here? I don't see one. No, there isn't. But I'm saying we can have, like, right, regions. Well, then, okay. like, the regions are random. But Tom Cruise, Hoosiers region, all that stuff. So, for instance, so I'll just fire through these real fast. The one seed. One matchup the is one the, the one seed Shawshank Redemption going up against Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. These are two movies you've never seen, correct? These like, are all movies I've never seen, yes. All of these. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Well, go, go through the Space one Odyssey. seeds first. Go through the one seeds. <laughs> Why do you do it then if I'm right. not doing it right, all right, fight? All right, let's do it. So the one seed, Shawshank Redemption, which I really should have seen, but I didn't. Yeah, that's, that's true the point. You should have seen every that's one of, of these. All of these. If that's going to be your analysis, you might as well stop now. <laughs> I should have seen that one. Star Wars, Star Wars Episode Four. Which I don't want to. That's not how. By the way, the right way you've written it here is episode, that says episode five. Yes. Oh, your right. Roman numeral. It's off. Well, I don't know. Whatever, whichever is. one is Empire Strikes Back. I don't. don't okay, that is episode. I mean, really. By the way, you should have Annie Hall on here. I don't see that. No, I mean, not every not every movie can make the dance. <laughs> but that uh, movie won the Academy Award. That's a great movie that you haven't seen. The two other one seeds. How about Casablanca? The Godfather. That almost made it. By the way, talking about the Academy Awards, have you ever seen The Godfather got uh, got an Oscar? And have you ever seen um, Roger Moore presented the Oscar for the, for the Godfather? Or uh, I think it's for Best Actor. Oh, yeah. When Brando? Yes. Uh, yes. And he sends but, and the he Native American woman. the Native woman American woman. It's one of the... One of, I mean, everything about it, from the fact that it's Roger Moore and he's being... Like, there's no more Roger Moore moment than that moment where he, he's presenting that award and then what follows is fantastic. Google it. If, you ha- if you're listening and you haven't heard that and you like Roger Moore, it's it, the whole thing's terrific. Oh, yeah. Marvelous, marvelous stuff. Bur- uh, Black Tie, I don't like seeing The Godfather on this list, and I think you know why. Well, yeah. What did I give you at Christmas time? You gave me the uh, set, The Godfather set. I haven't, I haven't had time, man. been busy. You haven't had, in the last two and a half months, you haven't found three free hours to watch it's one of the all-time greatest movies. All these shows I presume help. that then you haven't watched any movies in that time. But you probably have. You probably watched, like, in fact, the whatever it's called, The Shades of Grey. I did see that. <laughs> so you managed to spend time seeing that. A but theater not... experience is totally different from, like, a home-watching experience, you know? Have you ever seen Roadhouse? No, I don't, I don't watch. Uh, is that Tarantino? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Oh. We haven't seen Roadhouse. Is that ter- I don't That's watch Patrick Swayze. Love- he was about oh, to he was about to caveat that with I don't watch, but he didn't know what he didn't watch. Roadhouse oh, is I think, I think Grindhouse, I think. Patrick Swayze. Uh-huh. He goes to the small town. He's the best cooler in the business. No, Have you no. seen Karate Kid? Yes, I've seen Karate Kid. Come on, but he's seen the mo- he's the seen list. the update with Will so Smith's Forrest son. Gump is the Forrest other, Gump. He's is never seen. One. Other number one. How could a man of your age have never come across Forrest Gump? I did that come across weird. it. I just didn't watch it. And what's the, what's the reason behind that one? Why wouldn't you watch Forrest I Gump? I just went outside to play some soccer instead. You see? I don't know. I don't recall. I know. But, again, you understand that you're the one who holds yourself up as a guy who loves to watch movies. I this do. is one of his great passions even, in life. I don't even think of myself as a movie buff or anyone who's, who's like, you know, seen well, a lot I of movies. I've seen a ton of these. I it's can't. you know, That's it's it's not, not like ha- Handsome doesn't sit here and announce, "Hey, I love nothing more than March Madness. Let's talk about it." And then when we attempt to talk about it, can't up uh, can't say anything because he has no information about it. You position yourself 
as a person who loves the movies. Well, and yet you've never seen Forrest Gump? I mean, who hasn't seen Forrest Gump? What what living human being right. under the age of 80 hasn't come across that one at some point? It appeals to every, like every single age group. They, you haven't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Well, that I don't even want to see. Be, based on what? Just, eh, too hokey. Not my stuff. <laughs> you've never seen it. How do you know if it's hokey or yeah, not? Not my stuff. I, I mean, I don't understand the argument that it's not your style. If you've never seen it, how would you know if it's your style? I'll tell you the movies I'm most embarrassed of not seeing. Shawshank Redemption. Yep. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Uh, really all of them. Memento, which is a Memento three season. Memento is a weird is a one for, to be on Because I'm a big list. Nolan fan, and right. I haven't seen that, so that's why I feel bad for that. Right. Um, Pulp Fiction. I'm not a Tarantino guy, but that's a movie I should, I do really want to see. All right, if you haven't seen Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction, how can you know if you are or are not a Tarantino guy? He's Those more, are his two his movies. Style, his shock and violent style, and you what know, have you seen by him? How do you know that that's his style? You haven't seen those well, two movies because, like you said, I'm a movie guy. I stay. What well, have you seen? But what have you seen by him that informs you that you don't like well, I'm to about watch? To tell him. You. I'm about to tell you right now. Right. Right. Hasn't right. seen right. Top Gun. Hasn't seen Alien. Did you see I Aliens? Saw Inglis- no, I didn't see Glass Bastard. I haven't seen an Alien movie. I saw Kill Bill. I saw did, that. Did you see Jurassic Park? I did see that. Okay. Cool. He definitely saw Jurassic Park. Yeah, come on. <laughs> definitely. No Top Gun. No Fight Club. I no... saw Desperado. I actually liked Desperado. No Goodfellas. No Goodfellas. Why is Goodfellas... How? In what world would that be a three seed? Same level as Memento. This is the most asinine bracket, bracket I've ever seen, and I love it. I know. I, Bottom line is, where where can anybody check this out? Well, I'll, you know, we're going to tweet it out and uh, put it out there so people can. Are you going to tweet it? Yeah. All right. Can you guess the one movie on this? And what do you get seen? for doing? I'm, I don't understand. Well, how do you win this? It's, I'm not there winning. Is no, there's it's no. Just, it's just you know, it's whoever wins wins. Do know? we then vote that? Do we then vote the movies you haven't seen? Like by yeah, don't what's handsome a better and movie I. Or yeah, handsome what? and I will determine. In a way, exactly. in a way, what we should me. do is that is then you have to promise to, whatever wins you have to promise to watch that. Day, whenever, however we work this oh, out, that's you fun. have to promise that whatever wins, you watch that day, and then we work backwards. Two days later, you watch the one that came second. Three days later, you watch Love the it. one came third. I'll commit to this. The final four, you have to see all four four days in a row, and then you have to come back on this show yes. and do a review of all of them. I, and no, 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 I don't even want yes. you to argue here because yes. you're going to be like, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> do it. I'll commit to this. I'll watch the final four. Because there's always something special. Four days in a row. Four. One, two, I'll three, four. Four, four days in a row. Four you'll find so busy, so eight hours busy. of your time to this, watch those I, things. Two hours of time. I commit to this. This is a done deal. Okay. All right. In Handsome. Case, I'll, I'll, I'll join in. Boy, we are we are really, even by our off-season standards, pretty rudderless here. We're positioned in between I'm, free agency and the draft. I'm more than happy to do this. couple of shout-outs about Black Tie. If you aren't familiar used to do shout-outs to just random people, not people who he actually knows, but, you know, certain occupations that he feels are worthy of a shout-out or otherwise. Um, I would like to give a, fr- a shout-out to uh, one Mo Damashek, my mother. Oh. 30 years ago, this is the 30-year anniversary of her doing this, one day the someone from the principal's office at school came into the classroom and said, Dave, um, your mom's here, and I didn't know what that, you know, oh, was something wrong? Must have oh, no, you, your mom's here to pick you up. Pick me up? It's noon. What do you mean, pick me up? I uh, I went, 
there was Mo Damashek waiting for me. She said, let's go. We left, got in the car, went home so I could watch the first round of the NCAA tournament. Pitt, Louisiana Tech. That's a mother for you. That's terrific. That's the way a mother behaves herself. I ha- yeah. Can I tell you something? Yes. That, really, I wonder, without making too big a deal of it. How old were you, you at this age? Sorry, I... It's 1985, so I'm not driving age. Obviously, I don't have a car or anything. No, well, um, just tell me what, what, how many years old you 14. Were. Okay. The, um, the th- but I wondered then, I was thinking about it this morning. Do you suppose that that made it okay for me to try and do sports for a living? Or is that a stretch? I Growing think, up I'm in a sure, house where sure sports were part. the thing. I'm sure, it played, it played a pretty big part. My, my old man was part. also the pit. You know, was yep. worked with pit football and the Penguins, and so I was around sports already. But then, when it was okay, I think that took it to another level. Yeah, it's okay to skip that out is on more school. Important than school. I mean, Apparently, priorities. That's after the message all. that's been sent: is this is more important than school. We also, my best friend uh, David Gefsky, it was his bar mitzvah mm-hmm. um, on a on a uh, autumn Saturday. And uh, my old man and I didn't attend the uh, the bar mitzvah because Pitt was playing West Virginia in football. It's a big rival, ba- you know, backyard brawl. You know, yep. hey, listen, I know this is your bar mitzvah, but you know, Pitt and West Virginia yeah. only play once a year, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we were rewarded by West Virginia, if I remember correctly, whipping Pitt twenty-eight-seven or something like that. Anyway, so uh, handsome, real quick. Jim Ursay, the owners are yes. getting together. Well, we're, hang on a about, second. We're going to talk about pro football now. Yes, we are. Okay. The, there have been some proposed rules changes. It's the time of the year to do that. Real quick, because you pour over these things. The one, Explain to me what Jim Ursay exactly proposed. I think what he's, what he's saying is, so right now you can obviously you can score, you get six points, you score a touchdown, you can then kick an extra point, which is you know people have debated whether that's too easy for people to do, or you can get a two-point conversion. What he's suggesting is that that all remain the same, but then if you get a two-point conversion, you can then get an extra point after a two-point conversion by kicking, I think his rule is a 50-yard field goal. To which what end? For one point. To what end? I, Why would that I, happen? I'm not absolutely sure. That makes, I mean, I, I real, uh, that is a fevered dream of an idea. Right. Not a good one. I don't mean that as a no. as a good idea. And it makes me feel more comfortable in, in suggesting some of my long-standing rules changes. I feel like yours, sport. if that's out there, then some of your stuff is... Well, uh, I am, I, you know, you know I don't like the field. I think field goals are too easy to make. Mm-hmm. And the first idea I have is turn it into a rectangle. Put the bar across the top there and make it more difficult for the guy. Because then even the extra points wouldn't be such a gimme to those right. guys because they couldn't kick it too high. They couldn't yeah, elevate it to sounds, get over the I line. I think that sounds a bit stupid. Here's my idea. Why? Why is that stupid? That's all that makes it – that raises because the standard you can't, for you them. Can't, you can't punish someone for kicking the ball too high. Also, Adam Carolla, Adam Carolla, who deserves credit, it should he be got called it, he got the Carolla extended. rule. I forget what they call it, though. What, who, do, who do they give credit to? No they one. call it like the Ravens rule or the Patriots rule or whatever. Um, what for the taller goalpost? Yeah, the tall, the, the yeah, the I the just post- almost impersonated my accent by mistake. <laughs> yes, yes, the taller. And they, why do they extend those goalposts up there? He used to say Corolla on and on to the point of it really becoming. And they did desperately annoying, but then they did do it. So kudos to him. 
But really, there still is some guesswork for the officials. Not if you put that bar across the well, top, here's, though. Here's what it goes they right do. through that hole. Here's what they do in rugby. Here's an idea for, for everyone. Wherever the touchdown scored, they have to take the kick from in line with there. So if you score a, a, you know, sure. a fade in the back corner of the end zone, you're going to have to kick that extra point from right on the sideline there. I like and that. And then you've got to get the angle right. That's going to be. Then you'd have to take it further back anyway. Bear with me, long-time listener, but I'm going to say this one again. You can keep playing the Pro Bowl if you want to. That's fine. But what should happen in between, maybe it's wild card weekend, maybe it's the Monday or Tuesday after the wild card round or after the divisional round or maybe the Thursday before the divisional round playoffs, you get the two worst teams to play each other. The winner gets the first overall draft pick. And you play it on a burnt-out field, and you get a terrible marching band, and you get a sponsor like Weight Watchers and call it the Loser Bowl. I think it would be – I mean, who wouldn't watch – who would it be this year? Who would be in this game? It would be the Tennessee Titans. Titans and the Bucs. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it would be positively fascinating, hypnotizing to watch these two yes. bad teams. And then people say, well, what incentive would Mike Glennon have to try? in this one, because then he would basically, if they win, he gives them the right to take Jameis Winston, who would serve as Mike uh, Mike Lennon's uh, replacement. Part of the strategy that you have to figure out there. Bill Belichick knew, hey, the Seahawks like to run the ball. We better do something to stop Marshawn Lynch. That's in-game coaching strategy. You have to figure out how to how to meet the demands of this particular game. That's what would happen with this one. Do I dare start my incumbent quarterback knowing that he probably is incented for us to lose this game? Anyway, that's a good one. Handsome, do you have a rules change? Um, no, I just suggested one. Yeah, that's true. Just Black tie? You, you talked. Yes, I got one. It better uh, not. You know what sport it better not uh, relate to because you're not oh allowed to man, talk about that when you're one. careful with that. That's a tough one. Um, I, I'm I'm against kneel downs. Just just get rid of that. Why? It's it's a such anticlimactic way to no, no, end the no, game. No, 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 no. no we talked crazy. we talked recently about the most embarrassing play in sports to have happened to you. I I contend that getting posterized in basketball is way overrated as a humiliation. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. If you are the defender and you're playing the weak side, and so you're so the defender checking the ball gets beaten on uh, you know out on out on the wing, and the guy is closing hard at the rim, so you step over and try and block his shot as he gets to the rim and he dunks on you. That's not a humiliation to you. I don't know why. I mean, it's considered one, but I don't different think I think there are much worse things that can happen to you, like. Earl Thomas, the hard-hitting safety, getting shoved to the ground with a forearm by Cam uh, by Cam Newton in the playoff game a couple of months, you know, about uh, six, eight weeks ago. Well, again, I'm still going with kneel downs and just removing that from the game and removing, like, the last two minutes of a game where a team is just basically going one-yard runs because they want to kick a field goal. That's still anticlimactic. It's but like, what, how do you remove that? I don't know. You it's can't like, run it. In it's the... like draining the clock in basketball because, you know, the team with the ball knows they're going to shoot a free throw just with the one second left. It's well, like, no, let me say to you, Black Tie, that is not accurate. The, the, there are great moments. It this You know what this speaks to, Black Tie? That you don't have a deep down. I know you recently announced your allegiance to the Seattle Seahawks, which is shameful. Oh, by the way, I was on a Seahawkers podcast. This I know, but the Seahawks. What you also Seahawks Seahawkers it. podcast? No, no, 
He's a, he's a recurring guest now on the Seahawkers podcast. Check it out, yeah. man. Yeah, Black congratulations. Guys. Well, he announced. Seahawkers. Were you here when he announced that he is their now producer is the only their producer is the only producer in podcast history worse than Black Tie. <laughs> <laughs> if that's all he could book. Are you aware though? I'm that sorry. He, I apologize if you're. He listening, recently announced his allegiance. Uh, he is now a twelve Black Tie. I hear. Are you, are I, you aware I, of that? Worry, yes, yeah. I I ignored it because he won't the, be. Where's the dignity? How do you embrace uh, a team that just played in the last well, two Super Bowls? For, like I like I said. Like, this was a relationship that was forged in hardship, not good times. The moment well, I realized and couldn't deny it anymore was when Malcolm Butler made that play. All right, well, let's see yeah, what happens in 2015 and going forward because there is – what is, to you, Handsome, the most satisfying as a fan of a team? Mm-hmm. Try, trying to think – I've given this some thought in the past here. What's the most satisfying thing when you are in the stands or you're even if you're watching on TV, your team is winning – to finish a game. That comes down to, for me, do you want your closer out there shutting it down, mowing down, one, two, three? Is that the most satisfying conclusion to a game in which your team leads? Is it black ties, much hated, kneel down? I love the victory formation. That, yeah, I know it's exciting for your team to win on a last-second touchdown or whatever, but I find it, I, I find the, the, the triumph so to have that last 30 seconds when they're on the field, one more snap, and you see the the, the deep they're guy behind the QB. They're all each other, and that's, everyone's, like, make, shaking make hands. It, make it the last 30 seconds, then. I love the that. that is, but the best of them all, when you have a one-goal lead in hockey and uh, and the other team pulls the goalie, and they're feverishly trying to score to, to even things up, and your guy gets it, and he flips it down the ice, empty net goal to, to finish things off. That's number one. I think maybe though, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the kneel down is uh, is still number one. Then being at the free throw line to to close it out is fine, I guess. Hey, let's say hello to uh, to the fantasy editor. Although he told me recently that's not his title. Editor anymore. is no longer the title. What is it now? Here he is, everybody from NFL Fantasy Live. I praise him every chance I get because while the other fantasy gurus around the land take off a few months every year, this guy keeps on burning. 365, the subject, fantasy football. Michael Fabiano, what's the poop, fella? How are you, my friend? I'm fine. Good I'm to fine. see you. I'm just trying to get used to the Grizzly Adams look still. Well, I just I just mentioned I trimmed it down a little bit. A little Have you bit. noticed that Dave today is wearing, he's got his beard, he's wearing a black shirt, and he yes. has beard dandruff <laughs> on his shirt. Is, is that right? Is that really true? Well, I, yeah. Now that's like, around here. What is that? Well, I shaved it down a okay. little bit. Maybe it's some might some be some. Ha- it might hair. be some whiskers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Either that or he was eating Cheetos earlier. That yep. could be it. All of the above, maybe. <laughs> Fabiano, what's the poop with you? How's free, agent tre- free agency treated it you? It was awesome. In the war- yeah, it was fun, huh? I mean, it's the it's the best time of the year that's not See? the regular season. I love it. He, Dave I thinks love the draft. It. Dave thinks the draft is no, still better than. This is well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, listen, not to be hokey, but I still love the moment when you watch, even though they know it's coming and they're pre- they've been preparing for it, not just for a couple weeks or even a few months, but for you know almost their entire lives, they know it's coming, and yet the moment when you watch a guy get a phone call and become a 
a millionaire, it's fun. It's cool. But yeah, see, I, I agree with it that. It doesn't have that wow factor. Yes, to it. it does. I, what it do does you mean not, it doesn't have a wow? I was sitting at home watching NFL Network, and then LaShawn McCoy traded to the Bills. Whoa! Jimmy Graham traded to the for the Seahawks. Oh, my God. That's what, what put I mean. it up. That's, that's the one that put it up. I don't the Jimmy see Graham that. Nobody. I don't see that in the draft as much. Because, as, because you already have, this is what I was just saying earlier on, you already have an opinion of Jimmy. You know who Jimmy Graham right, is, and right, you know right. what that means and how that's going to change a team. When a, when a prospect gets drafted by a team, it's cool and for all the reasons that Dave said and a lot of others as well. Like, you know, everyone's back to, you know, no one has a winning record and who, anything could happen at this point. But you, you're like, okay, cool. They've got that offensive lineman. I don't know whether but, that makes us better or not. But this offseason was better than I think any other that I can remember because the, the Eagles just by themselves were making – moves that everyone was talking about and criticizing or praising whichever side of the fence you were on it was a great week it was it was the most fun week in an off season that i can remember i well uh, again you know yeah the, it, listen free agency 2015 will go down in history you awesome. know there were trades which you which you rarely see in the nfl that was great some big names moving here and there and by the way we sort of touched on it the other day and along the lines of what I what, what's on NFL.com with my reckless speculation, one of the things I say, I think the Broncos aren't going to make the playoffs. I think the Saints might trade Drew Brees, or and even if they don't, Drew Brees is in the last stages of his career. And Tom Brady, by the end of last September, a lot of people were already bearing, and of course he's the, the reigning champ. But that doesn't change the fact all those guys are about to move on. That's going to be a really – strange, not strange, but it, it, I mean, this is going to be the culmination of an era that we really haven't been through in 15 years when Elway, Marino, and right, Aikman, when, and Young all went down at, at about within a span of what, two, three years. That's right. And that was a weird time as well, because then there were just not, you know, Brett Favre was basically the, the, the star of, of the NFL and the best quarterback there, and there really wasn't anyone else around for a while. And I remember when you had uh, put up, I think it may have been um, a shame or, or, or one of your podcasts about how there aren't 32 people in the world who can play the quarterback position well enough. And if you lose those guys, yeah, uh, whew, I mean, that you, you don't have that next generation of quarterbacks outside of Andrew Luck who's proven anything at the at the next level yet. Well, yeah, and and Russell Wilson, but I mean, for sure, the the list is very slight at, at, at when you look at it right now. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Are the Iron Five QBs as I've always held them up? I know Roethlisberger, from a fantasy perspective, isn't that. So let's kick him out of the group. Okay. But Rodgers, Brady, Peyton, Breeze. Brady is the fourth out of that from a fantasy perspective. But do you? Who is sneaking in there? I know we've talked about Andrew Luck and Rogers neck and neck in fantasy terms for you. Right. But how far down are you moving Peyton and Breeze and Brady this year? I actually moved Peyton up ahead of Breeze uh, in my recent rankings. Ooh, what an indictment of Breeze. Russell Wilson at number three because he now has Jimmy Graham. And look at it this way. He had over 800 rushing yards last year, and that's a big reason why he was third in fantasy points among all players. So if you maybe project him for a 200-yard decline as a runner, you can get those 20 fantasy points back with passes to Jimmy Graham because he only had 20. And I throw a sexy deep ball. (laughs) He only had 20 touchdown passes last year. 
uh, it, I think it's within the realm of possibility that he adds five to that now that he has Jimmy Graham on board with all the same wide receivers that he had from a year ago. So he's up to three, and in part because he can run with the football. Breeze uh, is five right now. Peyton's four. I don't love either one of them. I just uh, did my top 100. I mean, these guys aren't even... Peyton is your fifth QB. There's really fourth, nothing better fourth. out of Who? I mean, honestly, I'd still rather have Peyton than Brady. I'd still rather have Breeze than Brady. But then you're looking at Cam Newton. Uh, you're looking at Tony Romo. You're looking at Matt Ryan. I mean, who am I missing? I think I would have all. I, we I, would, I would take. I think I would take Romo. Over. I would take all three of the names you just said over Peyton or Brady. I can't do it. No, I can't do it. Uh, they all outscored. Uh, they all outscored Romo, Ryan, Stafford last season. Peyton had a dreadful last four weeks of the season and don't a lot of fantasy owners know it because they cost him a, a chance to win a championship but I, I still see good weapons around him whereas with Breeze um okay well I'll tell you what Brandon Cooks and you've got Marcus Colston and you got um oh I don't like else? Breeze either I I mean that's why I keep but I'd rather have Peyton because he's still got the weapons around him whereas Breeze lost uh, two of his big weapons, including his biggest weapon. And it looks like the Saints are going to more of a ball-controlled, balanced offense because they they added Unger in that trade. They added uh, Spiller, and they re-signed Ingram. So I'm just putting the dots together. And I assume you still have Gronk as your number one tight end and Jimmy Graham is your number two still? Right, but Gronkowski is going to end up going in the first round or second round at the very latest. I moved Graham down to the fourth or fifth. I'd probably guess the fourth round because I don't think his ceiling is as high in Seattle. When you look at a team in the in New Orleans Saints last year that threw the ball over 650 times, the second most times in the entire league, and then you go to the Seattle Seahawks who threw it the fewest amount of times, fewer than 440 times, there's opportunities there that are going to be missed. There's Marshawn Lynch that is there in Seattle, run-based offense that has helped them get to the Super Bowl in two consecutive years, that's not going to change. So if you look at what Graham did last year, just just uh, fewer than 900 yards and 10 touchdowns, good year, right, for most tight ends, excellent year for most tight ends. That not I when think, you spent what I spent on him in my auction. Same thing with oh. me. That is what you, killer that I think is about what you're going to get from Graham. Well, real, what, one more thing on the, the, on the QBs. I said this to you the last time you were in here, maybe six, eight weeks ago. I say it to you again now. More than ever, you and I have gone back and forth on this, the quarterback thing. I think this year, you know, going back to Breeze and Peyton and Tom Brady and a dicey propositions, it feels like, going into the season. Mm-hmm. Rodgers and Luck are both worthy of a first-round pick this year because uh, sure. because if you don't if you don't have if you have those one of those two guys versus anybody else that's going to be a ten or more point difference for you. On Same a thing with basis. Gronkowski. Now you know me; I'm not going to change my philosophy because I feel like America in the world is going to pick up on this this year more than any other year because Breeze he had six games where he didn't score 16 fantasy points last year. Six games. Peyton was dreadful in the last four weeks of the season. Tom Brady's going to be, what, 38 years old, 37 years old. So he's not getting any younger. If you don't get Rodgers or you don't get Luck, you wait on a quarterback. If you don't get Gronkowski, you wait on a tight end. You have to. The running back position is really, really thin uh, once you get past the first 10 guys. I think it's and about even at the end of the 10, you're looking at risk. I know, but it's about so, to open back up, though, because you're going to have Gurley and Melvin Gordon Let's playing. hope they go to places where they are featured backs. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's, so. let's talk Shady McCoy, though. Where do you have him? How did this affect his standing among running backs? It didn't affect him 
greatly because he's still going to be a featured back. Right. He goes from a system that is conducive to running backs putting up good numbers to Buffalo where the offensive line is shaky, but Rex Ryan loves to run the football. I think it was in five years as the Jets head coach, the Jets were in the top six in rushing attempts four times, and... If you listen to NFL Network the week of free agency frenzy, LaDainian Tomlinson interviewed McCoy, and McCoy said, I'm guaranteed to see 25 touches a game. That equals 400 touches for the year. Sign me up, okay? Also, remember, Thomas Jones, he was a great, and I and I can use the word great fantasy running back for a few years playing with Rex Ryan. Yes, the offensive line was better, but uh, it wasn't like he had a great quarterback there and uh Defenses couldn't stack the line of scrimmage against guys like Vinny Testaverde, right? So I really like McCoy. I think this is a good move. Uh, And when you also think about what happened last season, I'm not saying he was getting phased out of the offense, but he was getting phased out of certain aspects of the offense. He only had 28 catches last year. He only had five touchdowns. Chris Polk, of all people, was stealing goal line work for him. That's not going to happen in Buffalo. I know. Well, now let's talk about that. That's a good place to move into the Eagles now. DeMarco Murray, Ryan Matthews, Darren Sproles. Did, do any of them have value? None of them are number ones anymore. No, and I've done a lot of the, the math on this. And um, 200, uh, 392 carries for Murray last year, 449 touches for the season, averaged about .65 fantasy points per touch. That got him to just under 300 fantasy points. If you do the math, considering Matthews will see 150 to 175 touches, right? Sproles is going to see probably around 80 touches. Um, you're, you're looking at him seeing a decline of 100 or more touches in a season. And if you tack on what he did from a point-per-touch perspective, you're looking at maybe 100 fewer fantasy points. And a second-round guy who might fall into the same trend of running backs who have carried the ball 390 times and absolutely broken down the next season. Well, to me, the strategy then is if you look at any of those Eagles running backs, you better get all three. Right. If you get all three of those guys, I could see that's the sort of offense I could see starting two Eagle running backs every week. You know what I can see? Handsome Hank, God love him, who is in his office every week during the football season yelling uh, and cheering for the Dolphins, and we all hear you in the newsroom, uh, even though your office is way in the back. Handsome Hank. Holy hoops! Handsome Hank has DeMarco Murray on his fantasy team. I could see it. Murray runs the football on five or six consecutive series. The Eagles get inside the 10-yard line, and in comes Ryan and Matthews. Matthews. And Handsome Hank says, what in the heck are they doing there? Right? He goes crazy. That's going to be an issue for fantasy fans because it's going to happen both ways. Maybe Matthews comes in, sees some of the work, and then they bring in Murray. It's going to be a massive headache. You can't draft him in the first round. He's an RB2, Murray I'm talking about, and he's an RB2 that you almost have to try and get Matthews to handcuff him because that trend, guys, is no joke. Look at the number of running backs who've had 390 or more carries in, in a single season. Every single one of them sees a decline, almost every single one of them. And if you go back to the Super Bowl era, you're talking about Eric Dickerson being the one guy who had a really good year after a 390 campaign. He had about 90% of his production. Then we talked about this last time. James Wilder, Gerald Riggs were about 70%. And then they fell off a cliff. They fell I wanna, off a cliff. I want to be on record. I had Before Chip Kelly thought of putting those two guys in, in his backfield, I put them both on my fantasy <laughs> team last year. I had Mario Matthews. And? And it was fine. 
And remember <laughs> too, remember but that wasn't feast real. And a famine. Yeah, that remember that real. that move also deteriorated the running back position even further because instead of having Murray in Dallas where he's a first-round pick and a featured back and Matthews in Philadelphia where all of a sudden he's got a lot of upside in that offense, you basically knocked them both down. And Matthews got knocked down significantly. So now you're talking about moving Jeremy Hill up. You're talking about C.J. Anderson. Uh, you're talking about Lamar Miller. So who is so, 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 so give us those quick hit style. Who has improved his stock or whether the, the situation has now improved around a guy and now you're... At running back or overall? Wherever. Well, Russell Wilson's value goes up because he has Jimmy Graham, right? right. Uh, you're looking at... And, and to be honest with you, I wrote a winners and losers column on here. And a lot of the winners are on their same teams, like Alshon Jeffrey and, and uh-huh. uh, Russell Wilson and Carlos Hyde. Because when you look at the moves... Jeremy Macklin goes to Kansas City. That that hurts his value. Graham goes to Seattle. That hurts his value. Uh, Gore, I think his value will will basically remain the same. Um, th- there's more losers out of this free agency frenzy from a fantasy standpoint than there are winners, uh, and that's going to ultimately devalue some of these positions, like running back. You're going to have to focus on it early. The tight end position is lousy right now. Julius Thomas in Jacksonville. No, thank you. I'm good there. You know? You're absolutely I'm right. Good. After so, Gronkowski, but he, but but the problem with the tight end spot, even the, your number one Gronkowski, every he gets through last year clean, but he's an injury. There's risk, still some risk, right? Graham goes to Seattle. Now you're looking at Greg Olson as the third best tight end uh, in fantasy. Greg Olson Travis is the third Kelsey. best tight tight end. Think about it. Thousand yard guy last year, and uh, wow. he's been pretty consistent. Travis Kelsey is up there now, really unproven. He was inconsistent last Dwayne year. Dwayne Allen. I, Dwayne Allen, you're looking at him like right on the cusp of being a number one, number two. Uh, Owen oh, Daniels, Dave. He goes to a situation in Denver where he's had the best quarterback he's ever had in his career, playing in an offense under Gary Kubiak and Rick Dennison that he knows because he's been with those guys forever between Houston and Baltimore. Now he sneaks into the top ten conversation, and he's, I think, 33 years old. That Owen Daniels probably feels no good because bueno. Peyton Manning's one of the few guys in the NFL he could uh, Owen Daniels could beat in a foot race. <laughs> it could be. That's right. Hey, Fabiana, which movie surprises you the most that uh, Black Tie hasn't seen? Goodfellas, Fight Club. What? Wait, Goodfellas. Well, I'm Italian. You're gonna. I'm gonna say that. Black Tie hasn't seen Pulp Fiction. What stuns you the most? Star Are you Wars. Me? He's never seen Star Wars. Shawshank Redemption. Wait, the original Star Wars. Braveheart. He hasn't seen Braveheart. How is it that you don't, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that you can't help but come across. If I didn't want to see these movies, I still would have had to have seen them because I have a TV. Dark? Yeah, I know. That I don't want to see. I don't want to see. What do you do? What do you do when you're Guess what? If it's one of the final four, you're going to have to see it. So don't don't start making absolutes (laughs) right now. I mean, there's a couple of them on here I can see, but I mean, I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, like 2001, A Space Odyssey. I don't or, think a lot of people under Reservoir the age of 30 Dogs. have probably I seen mean, I, I mean, I've seen it, but I could see people not seeing that. Not Forrest really. Gump, Alien? Well, I mean, when you're looking at some of these big, the Godfather, Saving Private Ryan, Braveheart, Star Wars. Paul, I mean, Pulp Fiction is one of the greatest movies of all time. Shawshank Redemption. He doesn't great. really like wow. Tarantino, though, to be fair, although he That's appa- apparently hasn't watched Have you seen Rain see Man? Movie. I have not seen Rain Man, no. Oh, that did three. not make the dance, Jeez. though. This, this is just 16. Top 16 seeds, four number one seeds. Uh, well, as usual, Unreal. your your decision-making 
makes my head spin. Why wouldn't Rain the, Man be, be ahead of Memento? Oh, because of Chris Nolan. Have you seen The Usual Suspects? I might have. Probably. <laughs> That's his best be answer of all. <laughs> You'll be able to. Is that he's not sure if Let's he's seen that, some movie. I mean, that would be on there as well for me. Somebody, uh, somebody made me laugh the other day. They wow. tweeted me his black tie scene, Casablanca. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> he hasn't heard of that. That made me laugh, too. <laughs> have you seen any <laughs> Star Wars movies ever? No I, no, I don't want to see a Star Wars movie. You I'll, are going well, to have to I'm because go, it's going, going to, to have make to. the final four. Wow. So, we'll see. Can you quote Casablanca? I've seen, I've seen Star Trek, if that counts. Have you, can you quote anything from Casablanca? No chance. Maybe. I don't know. Gone with the Wind? Have you ever oh, seen I've that? Oh, I've seen Gone with the Wind. I've seen Gone with the Wind. The Wizard of Oz? Yes, I've seen Wizard, Wizard okay. of Oz. I was scared of it quite a bit. I've seen King and I. <laughs> seen my first came out movie. recently that uh, Black Tie went as a child to uh, medieval times, and he thought they were really killing each other. <laughs> I thought it was legit. I was like six, and no one in my family, you know, pulled me aside to tell me like this is not real. Cause Why are we eating at Game of Thrones? Well, so where was so if you were six and you thought people were killing each other and no one corrected you on that, why did you just sit there and watch it then for the next? Because I hours? couldn't feel away. You know, it was entertaining, but I really thought it, <laughs> wow. we were going to die. Entertaining, it was. I'm a human being, I guess. And handsome, uh, and handsome spent his first few months in the U.S. of A. castrating calves on a farm <laughs> in Paris, Kentucky. We, we don't need to go back in. These are the things that we've dug up. In the uh, in the off season, wow. the off season. Can uh, you guess episode. what the one movie on here I haven't seen is? I'll give you if you can oh, guess. I'll buy you lunch. Oh, okay. There's one um, I haven't the seen. One, on the only movie. you've you seen oh, every single movie but one. Yeah, but one. But there's one I haven't seen. I will buy lunch to anyone who can get it on the first guess. Um. All right, let's try. If I guess it, that means because I committed to watching the final four. But if yeah. I guess this right, I'm gonna. I'll watch it. Duck. I can duck one. No, 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 no. Oh, if so you guess it right, I'll watch the one. I'm gonna put a check next to my choice. Uh. Oh, this Babs, is interesting. First. I can't wait to hear what the answer is here. I am going to go with. This is interesting. I am going to go with Alien. Interesting, Fabs. Wow, this is a tough one, man. Whew. I'm going to go with uh, Memento. I went Alien as well. You, you two were right. Wow. <laughs> you never saw Alien? I, no, I don't like scary movies. <laughs> I'm I can see that. that. I'm with you. That's that movie came out in 1979. I mean, he's a handsome's barely alive at that point. He's in wow. the UK. But, but I mean, that did that. I mean, I've had plenty of opportunities to watch it, but I wouldn't do it. Really? I don't like that kind of movie. I, I don't like getting that. scared in movies either. I don't understand the. I don't, I don't know, know why people like what? horror uh, movies. I people love like it. Horror movies. I uh, love it, man. What is the What is the good thing about going? Right. Why, why do you want to get spooked? I, well, because you feel something. All right. Well, then I like to feel being happy. How yeah, about that? Exactly. I like to laugh at a movie. I, I, I like it to like be to, exciting. I don't like to feel fear. I don't mind being nervous. Like, what's going to happen? And then, the, and then the good guys win or something. But you I know. think I, I think that's the the best part of it is being on that roller coaster. What I wouldn't there's an enough to have nightmares it's not, about right. it's not real the world isn't awful enough not, without having uh, things piled on to really spook you we're we're not 10 years old and worried that freddy krueger is real we know that it's all it's yeah, all but at fake. the time that doesn't matter like you know there'll be a nice moment where it's like okay phew the th and then suddenly someone will jump out with so you've never seen the original night. halloween no i've never watched i don't oh. they're like 500 Such horror movies great, you're about to name that I would I, I You know what? Oh. I recently watched The Shining. and Great um, movie. The, the Shining's it, I have watched because it's not so much horror as it is suspense. Yeah. Well, the thing in The Shining, though, that that jumped out at me the, uh, the last go-through, Scatman Crothers in his apartment has uh, the greatest artwork 
hanging in his bedroom. <laughs> those two, he has those two topless women. Yeah, on yeah, side. exactly. In the hotel, <laughs> <laughs> without any any acknowledgement of of it, other than that they're just there as he's yeah. watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> this That's, is one of the great things. That yeah. is awesome. But wow. I don't understand. Don't I mean the point is when you I watch a it. scary movie, then you go back and it and and it torments you in your dreams. No, it doesn't. I want to go to a movie and see if it actually will scare me because I've been on paranormal investigations in the dark where I couldn't see Wait, my what? hand Hold in no, front no, of my face. We're about to, I think we're about I, to hit something else. I on a paranormal yes, investigation. Yes, What's I, that mean? It is For what? Awesome. Who hired you to do that? It is uh, No, I went back home to Connecticut. I have a friend of mine, an old schoolmate uh, from grammar school. Fantasy who, football, and I'll find your ghost for you, too. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's a place um, in, <laughs> a in Derby, Connecticut, where I, my mother uh, lives and has, has been her whole life where uh, it's called the Sterling Opera House, and it's allegedly haunted. And so a buddy of mine got me in there with five or six other people, and there's an old jail cell down at the bottom, and everything's all dilapidated. It was great. You're just going around with EVPs trying to trying to, trying to with see what? if you can... Isn't that, that what Ghostbusters had? Like... It, well, you're looking for EVPs, so you have like this, this uh, machine here that you hold out and see if there's any electromagnetic field that you're picking up because the building has no electricity at all. So the the the, the I guess the the idea is that if it picks it up, then there's something. something. I'm I'm a uh, I don't know if I'm a true believer. I guess I'm a skeptical believer in that kind of stuff. But I think it's fascinating. So what did you find? Uh, I didn't Did you find. Feel I didn't a patch find of anything. cold. Uh, you know, I didn't find anything. Say, like this no, temperature. Nothing happened that night, but it was awesome. Like I would be the first one to sign up to go and investigate, like in an insane asylum. That's been okay. Uh, that's Let's been do that. Would, you know what? I think fun? that would be awesome. We put Fabiano with an NFL football player, and they do it together. <laughs> That would be a great. Oh, feature. I would love it. I would love. That it. That would be awesome. Let's do yeah. that. Paranormal investigation with Michael Fabiano <laughs> and Greg Olson. And Greg Olson. <laughs> you know, I. You know, I have you as my, you, you want to talk about scary Greg Olson? You're my third-rated tight end. <laughs> That'd be a good bit. I'm just a fan of it. I think it's. I think it's fascinating. All right. Last thing that we have to do. Do you have any rules changes you'd like to throw out, Fabiano? Is there a rule that they can change to make Des Bryant's catch count and the Cowboys win that game? You know, well, yeah, they are. That's one of that's the rules gotta, that they're looking at. And that one is it a can't fan- be retroactive, though. You know what? You know what is a that's legitimate a fantasy one? Football killer, too. How many people lost and won games based on that stupid rule? I am in the vast minority on this. Oh, one other one I've thought about for the kicking thing, just because it would be funny to watch is um, I think that when they move the goalposts back behind the at the back of the end zone for player safety, I think it's high time they move it back to the goal line just because of what it would create as an obstacle right. for the running game. If you if – you, if the advantage to the offensive team, how did you – if you got down to the goal line, how didn't you score on every single attempt? Because if you have, as a defense, if you have to contend with the goalpost – right then why wouldn't the quarterback just line up directly in front of the goalpost and just run at it? Because if go. you hit the goalpost, it's a touchdown. The defender can't can't uh, make the goalpost disappear. It's an unstoppable play. I think it would be right. funny to watch guys use it as a pick and run into it and all that kind of stuff. I, I still can't believe that there's not more bloopers out there from way back when of well, players the, running routes and just boink. If you ever get a chance to see the bloopers, in the early 50s, one of the, one of the seminal rules changes – was to get away from because football was becoming really, really violent in the early 50s because the rule was that 
you it wasn't enough if if a guy was running and you tripped him and he stumbled and fell down now he's down in the NFL back then you had to tackle him and get him on the ground so it wasn't enough to be in his vicinity and shove him and he falls down you have to basically have him down on the ground so the the old highlights are hysterical to watch the guy gets knocked to the ground and then he tries to get back up and three or four guys (laughs) just just jump on top of him it's it's uh, fantastic stuff but it started to get to be so gruesome that they abandoned that and then it became um more uh more exciting for people to look at that but as far as that goes the college rule is the one I like better. I like when you're down, you're down. You shouldn't be able to get back up. When he is down. If you dump yeah, if you die for if you if you die for a football and it takes you to the ground and you catch it clean, you can get back up and keep running. I don't like that. You should be down. But that, if you're not why? touched by a defender, why do you why, why don't why, why do you understand, why do you not like that? Because it's clean to me somehow that way. I don't like those plays that you see when the guy catches it and he rolls into the end zone, and or there's that delayed kind of like, oh, I have time to get back up and I'm going to keep running. I, I but don't. The defender didn't do anything. I just aesthetically, I'm not a fan okay, of that. Aesthet- move. Aesthetically is that just that's not a good enough reason. I like it. He's down. All right, next play. There's no there's no gray area. That, that's that's what we're all after, isn't it? Don't we want clarity? That that but, they, but there is. But no one's clarity. worried about clarity on that front. It's like you if you get touched by a defender and you get down, then you're down. If you don't, if you just fall over, then you can get back up again. I know. Well, I also yeah. I wish. What there if was a, what if a quarterback? Uh, you know, like stumbled in the backfield and, and, you know, gets on his knee and then gets – is he sacked? Yeah. By your rules, yes. Yeah, that's the rule. That's ridiculous. It's the highest standard. If you hit the ground, then you're down. But you got to hit the ground by being touched by a defender. Well, um, the other big rules change that I've said many times is you really want to fix kicking? Make it so that it's not a specialty item that you bring in somebody who has nothing to do with football but can swing his leg three or five times a day and boot it through the uprights with, with uh, ridiculous accuracy compared to his, his uh, predecessors at the position. Return it to its roots. You have to play five downs from the line of scrimmage to be eligible to kick a, to, to kick a field goal or extra. It's kind of like I that like- other sport where the players on the field – Take set pieces. I won't name the sport because I can't. But you know, yeah, that's you know what, Black that, Tie. That, that, that sounds as token. That is you no, are you, you are invoking it. No, it, the rule isn't that you're not allowed to talk ab- uh, about say soccer. The name. Yeah, you're, you're talking about soccer. Talk about the soccer. rule isn't you can't say the word soccer. It's you can't talk about. I'm gonna cut, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you off this time, I but the next time I'm gonna cut off. Uh, I'm gonna cut the pants off or the leg. There's no standing rule that I'm not allowed to talk about hockey. And that rule will never happen on this show. Well, I'm saying, I, I'm just saying, I could be talking about hockey. I didn't say I was talking about. I know because they talk. I, I love the yeah. set pieces in NHL yeah. hockey. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Set pieces. Uh oh. Uh oh. Elimination chamber. chamber. There we oh, go. Welcome to your first ever have, elimination oh chamber, boy, yeah. Michael Fabian. We haven't had Woo. enough uh, football talk on this, so let's uh, let's do that. Let's do former stars in new places. By the way, Black Tie never told us what his first job was. Oh, we'll get to that. This is it. <laughs> that's why that's why we're getting this kind of production. <laughs> Such a um all right, so former stars in new places, Andre Johnson, Frank Gore, Reggie Bush, and hmm, what's the last guy I had? I had him here a second. <laughs> Dwayne Bow. Eliminate one. Where Dwayne Bow? Just got to the Browns. Cleveland. Oh he he signed with yep. the Browns, did he? I didn't I somehow missed that. Um Well, I mean it comes down to the last two for me. I don't think there's much as it seems like Andre Johnson and Frank Gore have landed in a 
pretty nice situation there. I'll start with you, Handsome Hank. Uh, as much as it pains me, because uh, if you're a listener who heard my stories about me and my time with Reggie Bush and his ex-girlfriend, um, I but it pains me to say it, but I think Reggie Bush is time up. It's pretty sad to me. Everyone Remember when he was drafted and everyone thought Reggie Bush was going to be the next coming of who knows what? And then it just just never quite worked out for him. And I I can't imagine that in San Francisco where Carlos Hyde is going to be, you know, maybe a featured, maybe one of your featured backs. um, I just can't imagine him really making that much of an impact. I think I think it's come I think it's coming to an end. Well, it it is always uh to me endlessly fascinating in uh what was that the Ot 7 draft I guess Vince Young, Reggie Bush Not and Mario Ryan. Williams. No, it was, I mean what, right, right, yeah, right, right. that 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 was the the big debate and two of those three completely wash out. Matt Leinert completely washed out, who was also in that draft, but Reggie Bush hasn't completely washed out. And that was Charlie Cassidy with Houston going with Mario Williams. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, kudos to him. Our very own. Go ahead, Fabiano. You have to eliminate one. You know me. I'm always thinking fantasy, and Dwayne Bowe is just a bum, man. I mean, what happened to him? He had that one big year with the Chiefs. He was one of the two best wide receivers in fantasy football. I think it might have been, as you like to say, ought nine. Uh, it was somewhere around there. I think Brandon Lloyd was the number one receiver that year. I could be mistaken. Yoy. But, um, yeah, with the Broncos. But now he goes to Cleveland, and, boy, the quarterback upgrade there is great from Alex Smith to Josh McCown. My goodness gracious. Now, Dwayne Bowe, he is dead to me in fantasy, that's for sure. Black tie, hit the elimination chamber. I have one now. Elimination chamber. We talked about it the other day. I announced... The AFC East is not jive. The greatest thing for all of the nice things you can say about Belichick and Brady, the greatest thing they've had going for them is that they get to play in that bum division year after year after year. Maybe one of those three teams rises up to pose some sort of a challenge, but they really have had as easy a ride to the postseason as any team. I got to hear the song again because you haven't gotten to it. This year, though, I feel like the signings by the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins, all good, sound moves. The Patriots have come back to the pack ever so slightly. Start it again. Start it again. Dolphins, Bills, Jets, Patriots, Elimination Chamber, Fabiano. Woo! I'll say you. There you go. Wow. Eliminate one of those four teams. I can't eliminate the Patriots, even though they lost. Of course you can. Both of their great of corners. That would be ridiculous. You can't if you did. do that. I'm going Jets. Out. Really? Yeah. All right. Jets. Yeah. Who's their quarterback? Well, I mean, I'd say that about I'd the say Bills. The same too. thing about the Bills. I know, but their defense is wicked, and they got LeSean McCoy. I got news for you: the Jets' defense is going to be great too. Handsome I know what I know what your answer is. This is all a setup. So it is you, not. You, you I really well isn't. Forward, I, I, forward to you saying the Dolphins. You know how I don't like jive talk. Yep. This is not jive. I don't know what my answer is yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna say I really like the Bills' defense more than I like the Jets' defense. It's gonna be the Jets. I'm eliminating. I well, you know, that is true. That I like. I think Rex Ryan. A lot of if you go back through the history in the free agency era, new coach plus. A big swath of new guys coming in that are that are expected to immediately make an impact on a new team. There's not a history of great success doing that. So you do you for all the I don't mean to be a buzzkill to the people that are excited in Jets Town and Bills Town and everywhere else. But when you turn things over, 
in uh, on that level, it doesn't generally yield a playoff spot for you. I think Rex Ryan, though, is the exception. I think, you know, that old school fun guy will provide an extra win or two for that team. So the Bills aren't going to be my answer. I know that much. Black Tie, give me your answer. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. Hmm. Yeah. Right. So that so what you're saying is that they're going to be the last place team. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you need a quarterback, especially in that mm-hmm. division. So I'm going to go with the Bills. I, I mean, if, if what's his name? Castle Taylor. or the Amish Rifle? Who's worse? That's rough. Oh, I think Geno Smith's going to win that gig in New York. I don't know, man. If he's he's on the roster, they're he's, not unless he, they get Mariota. The well, he might win it, but keep in mind that everywhere the Amish rifle goes, he starts. Right, Houston, Bucky Tennessee. Brooks. Last year, he he just starts everywhere he goes. Bucky Buffalo. Brooks, who by the way will be back with us. Uh, Scout Supreme will be back uh, on DDFP with us at some point next week, and we will also get to the Greg Rosenthal. Patriots fan, and we'll go back through history, recent history, back to second down at the goal line in the Super Bowl, and we'll ask, what if Marshawn Lynch had gotten the ball there and scored a touchdown? What then would the Patriots look like, and what would the Seahawks look like if that game had been flipped upside down, if the result, I think things would look quite different. We'll get into both of those later on, but Bucky did convince me that... um, convinced me on Geno Smith and his ability to succeed with Chan Gailey because Chan Gailey has done great work with QBs almost everywhere he's gone. And Brandon Marshall plus Eric Decker, Jeremy Curley. I mean, that's, that's a real, you know, collection of receivers there. Yeah, they I, listen, they improve their offensive talent. There's no question about that, but it all goes through the quarterback. And, I, okay, Jan Gailey's had success in the past with quarterbacks, although I do remember him coaching the Cowboys. And I, Who? Well, I didn't say head coach. Some guys okay, get out of their okay. depth. Some guys are right. there. Some guys, their level, their highest level should be coordinator. Some guys just don't have it in them to be the leader of the whole thing. Some you can, guys are better on one side. You can also make an argument that Eric Deckler has never been anything without Peyton Manning. And Brandon Marshall started to show declining. signs of breaking. And Jeremy Curley is Jeremy Curley. I'll tell you what, right. though. But, and they're but running back. I'll tell you is, what. You didn't they, mention their best asset is going to be Jason Morrow. I, but I mean, I, that's a guy. Their tight end deep, is, is someone I, I think sleeper. I can I can believe in. But the other guys, I mean, who cares? Well, For but instance, the not two thousand. It really is interesting when you go through it to try and figure out who. I mean, there there doesn't seem to be an almost. In very, there are very few exceptions. You can go through the last 25 years and go through each division standing that you want to year by year. Very rarely is there no bum team in the, in the division. You know, it really is hard to find four good teams. Who's going to be the bad team? There's not a there's not well, a slam dunk crummy team. It's your turn. We're not going to help you with it. We've told you who I'm gonna we go, think the bad team is. I'm going to go with the Jets. I think I think the Bills have all sorts of firepower. I think that Ryan Tannehill is quietly pretty good. They purge. I don't know how big a cancer Mike Wallace could have been in the locker room, but, but it, he was a bad fit. Regardless of how big a cancer he was, I don't think any of us are ever going to get to the bottom of that. But he wasn't. He wasn't a particularly productive player. And I think part so, of I mean, it's, yeah, part of the reason why. But they is there get rid of him? Is Jarvis Landry looked good? Jarvis man. Landry. I'll tell you what. That's right. Player. That's exactly right. I'll tell you what. If Gronkowski. The Jenga piece, the biggest Jenga piece in the NFL, non-quarterback thing. If you take him out of it, the whole thing collapses. Rob Gronkowski, injury-prone as he is, now without Darrell Revis on the other side, man, I'll tell you, if Gronk gets banged up and misses any amount of time, 
that could be a last place team. I know it's crazy, wow. but well, who's got who's bad? And here's the other thing. No, hey. Six games against the Bills defense, the Jets defense, and Indomitian Sue and Cam Wake and Brent Grimes. Anything's possible in the NFL. We've if you, I thought anything's had, possible. They're, they're all, these are all likelihoods. If you look at them individually, if you look at each team in a vacuum, each of those three teams, you'd say, all right, the quarterback could be better on two of them, certainly. But overall, those are two pretty good teams. If you had real stones, you'd have said the Patriots then. I know. And yet I have no <laughs> stones because maybe handsome, a young, handsome Hank and his – English friend accidentally <laughs> removed mine when they were castrating calves in Paris, Kentucky. All right, last thing we have to do, Black Tie, is you have to come in here and do your uh, – let's see if you can smile for two straight minutes. Well, that's great audio. Oh, no, we'll, we'll put the video out. Yeah. Here, I'll live stream, that, I can live stream it yeah, right we're now. Gonna live yeah, we're going to live stream we'll, it. We'll do that end of the show, but before that – It's the end of the show. Yeah, but before that, speaking about shout-outs. All right. It's time for Black Tie Shout-outs. I just want to give a shout out to you. All right, we're back. Two weeks in a row. Terrific. Yeah. I love black tie shout outs. Well, here's this here are the one here's the one for this week. Gas stations. Workers at the gas station. So I grew up in Nigeria. So that's a country where you don't fill up the tank yourself. You know, you drive through the gas station, you know, you have to Still, pay. they don't have self serve. I feel That's like, like Jersey. Like still, I know. Jersey, I like that. I know, that, was, I, that was so great in hindsight. So I remember pulling. Yeah, back uh, when I was growing up. Yeah, you they would come and fill it up. Yeah, for you. it was yeah. so strange. I was because that's where I started my career here. Was why NFL did films, why did that happen? Jersey. Did they did they not trust you to fill it up yourself? I don't know, but it's just Jersey was always not complicated, is it? No, it's, it's just a rule. It's just a, it's just a, it's a law. Just like how you can't take right. you can't take left turns in Jersey. Wonder if that was because cigarettes were more ubiquitous, and so then if you're burning nails while you're pumping the gas, that <laughs> yeah. would be a that's problematic. Yeah, it's problematic. Yeah. But either way, I'm not even going to give it to those guys. You see, oh. you see. What? <laughs> well, then I'm glad we started with the gas. I know, just just teeing it up. I got but, you. But you know, you know, especially in LA, you know, gas prices they change quite often. You ever wonder how they change? Well, I do. And there's one day I was driving. <laughs> I was driving home from a movie. I don't remember what movie I assume I it has something to do with it. Oh, I watched uh, Focus, the Focus movie with Will Smith. That was a movie I watched. I'm driving home, and I see the gas didn't prices. Didn't have time for The Godfather, but, but you did have time for that. Focus. Morgan Roby, man. Yeah, Up well, that, that's reason enough to see that movie. Up there. Um, so I'm driving home, and I see the gas prices changing, and that's with well, someone. Well, in real time, like you saw them actually yeah. changing. Wow. Well, yeah, someone was on a ladder all the way up top, right. like physically changing. It wasn't the, the digital one. It was a guy no, who yeah. got a stick, and he's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, 1 a.m. at night, and it's like, you know what? This is really yeoman's work because no one really could see it. I wasn't supposed to see it. So I'm going to give a shout-out to those guys that changed the uh, gas prices on towels. I've always station. wondered, why that's do good. they have – that's all right. That That's a decent shout-out. Why is it always nine – why is there always a, a nine at the end of it? Or is it an eight? You know what I mean? When you see that, good it's question. a question. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. the. It's uh, basically as close to the next dollar as you can get. So it sounds like. So it oh, sounds like. Under three, no, no, no. It's not like. It's only $2.99. I agree that if something costs $9.99, it's more appealing than $10. I get that. Right. This isn't that, though. It has an eight. It's an it's inexplicable. At the, well, I'm sure it's explicable, it's explicable. if I, <laughs> if I um, were to 
ask someone to explain it to me. We're going to have I, to Google that. Black All right, Ty, Black. you know what? I saw um, it, a similar thing, I think. It, so uh, in it, when we're in Indy for the Combine, there's a, there's a um, movie theater downtown. And obviously, same idea. You know, they, have, they probably have to change those things. It was one of those old school ones where it's fixed on. Mm-hmm. Your favorite movie of this year, Fifty Shades of Grey, it was like <laughs> minus 22 outside or something. It's really cold. Did you really see Not that? Not favorite movie, but favorite movie soundtrack. You yeah. saw it? I did. The fact that it's and you the didn't fact see that, the Godfather. That's thank you. Oh my gosh! But they had spelt Fifty Shades of Grey Gee. wrong. It said something like maybe like Fifty Shades Grey was spelt wrong or something like that. And but it was so cold, you could see the guy got down off his ladder, put it down, and then someone went, "Hey, Steve." Uh, you spelled gray wrong. And he was like, I'm not getting back up there. <laughs> Too cold. Uh, we'll just leave it. No one will know. Um, all right, Black Tie, you've been able to stall for only a few minutes, but now it's time to see if you can do it. Last I shout out. I can't do it. That's why I gave a shout out. Well, but we're going to see if you can try no to do chance. it. No chance. Black Tie, get in here and cut <laughs> it out. Don't no, play games. i got to produce a show here, guys. I know what you guys are doing. I'm working. You have a friend back there. I see. I see. Brandon, yeah, right. Brandon, yeah, we're all here doing the show together. That's all right, right, come on out here. It's time to do well, it. Black Ta- Handsome has tweeted it out. We'll, uh, we'll I haven't it. yet. We'll do it after the show. We'll do it after the show. But yeah, let's uh, sign off. Wait, here. I. Ha- <laughs> all right, so we'll so we're gonna shoot it after, after the, the show. show. That's right, and that's gonna be on social media as well as the bracket, which I already tweeted out. Okay, great. Um, so we can uh get the final four. Okay, great. All right, so we will uh, so we'll do that, and then there will be video for you. Tweet it out at some point soon. Black tie seeing if he can hold a smile for two straight minutes. It is sure to be spellbinding. Well, maybe not. Talk about watching a movie. That's yeah. the movie I want to see. Yeah. Um, and black tie needs to see Forrest Gump. All right, <laughs> we'll be back with uh, Fabiana, who's your number one team, who's winning it all in the uh, brackets. I mean Kentucky. I went with Notre Dame. They almost lost. I have no They haven't they back. haven't lost the game. I got to go Kentucky. All right. We'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce next week. In the meantime, thanks so much football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.